Hey everyone, welcome back to another video. These are some of my favorite videos to make on the channel, simply theorizing about different events and scenarios that happen in Star Wars. I feel like that's where some of the earlier videos of my channel really started to take off and I started to build a connection with a lot of you guys. So anyways, today I want to talk about why Darth Maul survived but Qui-Gon died. And we're going to go over a lot of different things like how Rey was able to stab Kylo, how Reva survived twice, and so on and so forth. Or rather, maybe debunking a few of those and explaining my theory on a few others. So let's begin. And before I do, if you could hit the like button, that would be great. So in Star Wars, at this point, we've seen many different deaths of Force users, whether it be Maul being chopped in half in Episode 1, The Phantom Menace by Obi-Wan Kenobi, to Dooku being beheaded by Anakin Skywalker in Revenge of the Sith, or Anakin's fall to Obi-Wan on Mustafar. And then, of course, later we get the Disney stuff with, you know, how they keep gutting one another and surviving. Rey doing it to Kylo, then healing him. Reva being stabbed twice in the gut, once as a child by Darth Vader in the Jedi Temple during Order 66, and later as an adult by Darth Vader again, and surviving both times. With all of these different deaths, the most controversial one of them all that I see online, especially after the Disney stuff, is in regards to Qui-Gon's death. Now, Qui-Gon was my favorite Jedi, and I know I say this, I say Anakin is my favorite, but at the end of the day, if I ever want to strive to be like someone in Star Wars, it would have to be Qui-Gon Jinn. That's like the character where you want to end up being like. You know, like right now I feel like I'm Anakin, I want to end up being like Qui-Gon eventually. Older, wiser, and not really following in the lines of the Jedi Order, so to speak. Now it's no question that if Qui-Gon had survived, the fate of the galaxy would have literally changed. He would have been the father figure Anakin needed in order to battle his demons and not be seduced to the dark side by Darth Sidious. Palpatine plucked each string so methodically over the teen and young adult years of Anakin's life that by the time it came to trusting the Jedi, counsel over him, Anakin lost faith in the Jedi and eventually turned to the dark side in order to save his wife. Believing the false promises of grandeur that Palpatine had to offer, Qui-Gon Jinn, while very powerful, wasn't able to survive his death at the hands of Darth Maul. Now in separate videos, I've gone over why Qui-Gon lost to Maul in a Why Did They Lose series, which I know a lot of you are a fan of. But in today's video, I want to discuss something much beyond that. Why couldn't Qui-Gon Jinn have survived where everyone else did, having been stabbed the same way through the stomach and continuing to carry on? But Qui-Gon, the most important Jedi of them all, arguably, to save the fate of Anakin Skywalker and the galaxy, dies. Now, my theory on this is a bit long, so here we go. When a dark side user gets stabbed, such as Maul getting cut in half, or heck, even Reva in the Kenobi series, we know dark side users feed off of their pain and anger. And what's more painful than being stabbed or cut in half? So with this pain, they are able to feed off of it and regenerate their willingness to live. Their anger keeps them going, and it keeps them strong. Maul wanted revenge on Kenobi, and as time passed, he kept getting more and more insane, filled with rage as he continued thinking about it. Anakin, who got chopped into a torso and burned severely beyond even being able to speak, was able to continue living. And it was once he felt this great amount of pain that his Sith yellow eyes burn brightly again from the blue that they had just been as he fought Kenobi. And that's also a video I'd like to make on its own, is that I don't think Anakin was really tapping into the dark side when he was fighting Obi-Wan. I think he was flickering here and there, but if we remember, his eyes were the whole time just blue. Now, back to Anakin's survival. 
This was his anger, his pain, hatred, all coming into play for what had just happened to him. And this, in turn, fueled his ability to carry on. At the end of Return of the Jedi, Vader sacrificed himself to save his son, Luke Skywalker. He transitioned into the light side of the Force, and it was for this reason that he physically died, only to go on to live as a Force ghost forever. Vader kept himself alive in that suit for decades, purely off of his own hatred and constant physical and emotional pain. This is what kept him going. Now, Reva surviving. Well, it makes absolutely no sense in either of the two scenarios where she got stabbed, because the first time she got stabbed in the torso by Anakin during Order 66, she was a little youngling. Now, she would definitely would not have been able to survive such an attack, let alone her Force abilities weren't anywhere near any of the other Jedi Master's abilities, who died the same wounds that she lived through twice, first as a youngling, then as an adult. Rey stabbing Kylo, then healing him. I mean, okay, sure, she healed him, but still, he should have been dead from that same stab that Qui-Gon Jinn got. So, why did Qui-Gon Jinn die and no one else did? Well, plot armor. I mean, well, no, hold on. Because he felt it was the will of the Force. Now, of course, I say plot armor because that's the way George Lucas wrote it. If you want someone to survive, they'll survive. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But I hate those answers. You know, those are just such typical. It's like, well, they just wrote it that way. Well, yeah, obviously, but why? What is the reason? So let's dive into it a bit. Qui-Gon was a firm believer in not changing the will of the Force, not changing what has already happened. He felt if he channeled his powers in the dark side to hold on to the physical realm, then things would be controlled to his will, bending the Force to to his mercy, to what he wants to happen, rather than moving with the Force, dancing with the Force, allowing the Force to guide him. In the end, had he not died, he wouldn't have taught Yoda how to become a Force ghost, who then taught Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon Jinn learned how to become a Force ghost from the Wills. Now, he didn't fully finish his training, this is why he never materialized as the way Yoda did or Obi-Wan did as a Force ghost, and we could only hear his voice. However, of course, the Obi-Wan show changed that at the end, but that was never really supposed to happen because the whole thing was that he never finished his training and therefore could never materialize his full self, just his voice. But he was able to teach Yoda and Obi-Wan. And of course, then, you know, Anakin learned from Obi-Wan. Now, if you're wondering how Anakin learned to become a Force ghost in such a short time, it's revealed in one of the novels, The Rise and Fall of Darth Vader. Of course, all this information is legends, but I literally take everything that was canon during George Lucas's time, and I still consider that canon today. Just because Disney says that it's not canon in my head doesn't matter. To me, whatever George says is what counts, because, well, he created Star Wars. He didn't just buy it and then cancel a whole bunch of stuff to make way for whatever else they want to create. So anyways, in that book, it states that Anakin, as he was dying in front of Luke in Return of the Jedi, Obi-Wan reached out to him through the Force and told him to very quickly do what he is told. And he instructed him how to become a Force ghost in a split second, and that's how Anakin continued to live on as a Force ghost, otherwise he would have ceased to exist. So it was really meant to be for things to go the way they did with Qui-Gon. And in the end, Anakin did bring balance to the Force by wiping out all the Jedi until it was just Yoda and Luke, Vader and the Emperor. And in the end, this was all it took for the Force to work in mysterious ways and for Luke to eventually be the catalyst that Vader needed to defeat and overthrow the Emperor, thus fulfilling the Chosen One prophecy. Now, I've had a theory that perhaps Qui-Gon, when he was meditating in front of Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace during the final duel, perhaps he saw all of this. Maybe he witnessed all of this through the Force and the Force telling him to go with it, to let go, whatever happens, to let it happen. Now, I'm sure he could have fought on, 
he could have continued fighting. I'm sure Vader could have continued fighting when he was dying in front of Luke. But it was his willingness to let go because he is now on the light side of the Force and to follow the will of the Force instead of fighting and using his anger and hatred to continue his life which is the Sith way, the dark side way, is what really allowed him to achieve immortality and allowed the events of the galaxy to play out the way that they were supposed to. Now, Palpatine and Sith Lords in general look pretty disfigured and messed up and old because the dark side really does take a toll on one's body eventually, especially when you're as, as powerful as Palpatine. So when it comes to fulfilling the prophecy, Anakin did just as Qui-Gon Jinn had foreseen. He is the chosen one. He will bring balance. It's a pretty convoluted way of bringing balance, you know, after killing so many of the Jedi and causing so much turmoil in the galaxy. But hey, I guess it was really the only way that the Force wanted to work. Now, another thing I'm going to mention real quickly here, because a lot of people get this wrong, is that they think Plagueis created Anakin. He didn't really. He indirectly created Anakin. So Plagueis was reaching out in the Force to try and control midichlorians in the dark side to create a perfect dark side being, and the Force answered him back by creating the perfect, well, I guess we could say light side being, by creating Anakin Skywalker. Now, of course, because of Anakin's upbringing and the fact that he didn't have Qui-Gon Jinn to be the father figure and mentor that he needed, and because of his life as a slave for nine years on Tatooine and losing his mother, he ended up turning to the dark side. However, I do believe if Qui-Gon Jinn had survived, Anakin would have continued to be a Jedi, going on to being a Jedi master, getting a seat on the council just as he wanted. Padme would have lived, and you know what? Anakin would have probably confided in Qui-Gon Jinn about Padme the entire time, because Qui-Gon had a love of his own, and her name was Tall, and he almost fell to the dark side once when she was murdered. And so I think if anyone is going to understand anything like this, it's definitely going to be Qui-Gon. Now, in the new Disney stuff, there's this Jedi who's named Rail Avaros, and he was Dooku's apprentice before Qui-Gon Jinn, and he also befriended Qui-Gon, and so Qui-Gon would go to him for a lot of advice, and Rail was like a real loose cannon. He literally did everything the opposite of what any Jedi would normally do. So I feel like even Qui-Gon being friends with Rail would have him be a little open-minded about things and about how the Force really works. So that's what I think about Qui-Gon Jinn dying. Yes, it was plot armor, of course, but at the end of the day, he felt it was the will of the Force for him to die, and that was what was supposed to happen. Now, why Obi-Wan Kenobi didn't use Force Speed, why no one used Force Heal on him, why the Jedi didn't send more Jedi to help Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn, well, that last answer was at least figured out in Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, where the Council didn't really believe that a Sith Lord had returned, and that's another video that I want to go over because they were stupid and they basically killed Qui-Gon Jinn through their own arrogance and lack of believing in one of their most esteemed Jedi Masters. But anyways, the Force works in mysterious ways. I want to know what you guys think. Why do you think Darth Maul survived? Why do you think Qui-Gon Jinn died? Do you agree with Reva surviving twice? What are some other deaths in Star Wars that you thought were a little bit weird or unbelievable compared to some other deaths or survivals? Thanks as always for watching this video. Leave a like if you enjoyed it. Check me out on Spotify and I'll see you all in the next one. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always.